you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. People, welcome into Buckets, Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop Tuesday, NBA Slate. I am your host, Sean Little, filling in for Matt Moore. The fellas are with me. J Money is money. And Andrew O'Connor Watts, A-O-W, in the building. We got five games on the Tuesday NBA Slate. A handful of teams on back-to-backs as well. We are presented by... Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app. The Super Bowl is on the way. There will be tons of content surrounding that Chiefs-Niners matchup. And, of course, we got a bunch of NBA games as we head into the All-Star break. Tons of money to be made. All right, you know how we get down. We give you the play. We give you the cap. We get you guys out of here. Andrew O'Connor, what is your best bet for the Tuesday NBA slip? Let's go with the Celtics minus three, first half. J Money is money. Tuesday with my guy. What you looking at for the NBA slate? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Golden State Warriors in the third quarter. Uh, we'll say uh, third quarter money line. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm just hosting. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pick up some <laughs> tidbits from the fellas. Andrew O'Connor Watson, coming right back to you. Celtics are one of those teams on a back-to-back. Came back and got a W against the Pelicans. They were down 17 at one point in typical Celtics fashion. Jay Money tweeted out, the boys might have to pack up Tatum if they want to get serious <laughs> about getting the jewelry. We can come back and talk about that in a bit. But, AOW, why do you like the Celtics in the first half here, minus the three? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know about packing up Tatum, but uh, I <laughs> that, was a, that was a sketchy first half today, that's for sure. Um, the reason I like them in this spot is uh, basically the matchup. So, the Pacers knocked the Celtics out of the in-season tournament back in December. This and in their first rematch after that that knockout, the Seas they destroyed them. Uh, held the best offense in the league in the Pacers to 101. Then the next game, two days later, Boston came out super hot, cashed the first quarter, first half. Halley got injured though. Halliburton got injured, and that kind of seemed to light a fire under the Pacers. 
uh, ended that game. If you remember, ended with a controversial non-call on Buddy with Buddy Heald on Jalen Brown. Uh, I believe that sent it into overtime. Boston was pissed after that game. Uh, I just I think they come out aggressive and ready and motivated. Um, KP sat out. Porzingis sat out today. I think that's so that he will play against the Pacers. Um, we might see Horford sit. He doesn't really play in back to backs. Uh, but another thing is. Halliburton is uh, announced, I think today, that he was planning to play tomorrow. So um, he has not played with Siakam yet. Like, they're still getting used to each other. Um, We have a couple other injuries on the report. Turner, Matherin, Jalen Smith, all questionable. Um, So, I mean, you know, if you're looking at the full game, I would wait it out and, and see that injury report. But I like the first half um, regardless um, one, one trend I like, and then I'll throw it back to you guys. The, uh, the Celtics under Missoula, if they lost the last game are 19 and 11 first half seven and three this season. I, I like them at the first, the full game as well. They're, they're a uh, third and four, uh, but they're 11, five and one under Missoula in a third and four situation. So I, I, but yeah, I'll stick to the first half. Give me the first half. Celtics minus three. Jay money is money. Adrian Wojnarowski dropped a report earlier today, said the, the Pacers are, there's optimism that Tyrese Halliburton uh, after missing the last 10 games with the hamstring will be back in the fold. So optimism is the word, but we're sports betters. And we look at numbers that flash. <laughs> If Tyrese Halliburton wasn't going in this game, this I believe it would be a little heavier than the five and a half that's currently on the board as we record this on Monday night. Jay Money is money. What do you think about the Celtics in the first half in this spot? Yeah, well, forget Woj. Tyrese Halliburton himself says that he's going to play in this game. So I trust him more than Woj, uh, in my opinion, here. But I can't talk you off Celtics' first half. This is the best first-half team in the NBA at 34-11-1. It's actually a really good look as well. We know that they're always going to be gunning for the Pacers. We know that they're a much more balanced team as well, so they're in a back-to-back, but they don't have to travel anywhere. And especially when you get that game where the Celtics probably should have won, and even Buddy Hill, like, admitted after the game, like, yeah, I fouled them. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the Celtics are always going to have something against the Pacers, especially the, them getting knocked out of the end-season tournament. But uh, the Celtics ball out in the first half. I, ha- I might have to rock with my guy, uh, Andrew, in this one. I think it's a really good spot to look towards the Celtics in the first half. Um, obviously, you want to kind of stay away from going against fast-paced teams on the second ha- second leg of a back-to-back. So um, I like what he's doing there, going with the first half as opposed to the full game. Maybe if Halliburton is like announced fully in, it might even go down even more. But uh, Celtics Celtics will always this this is a little rivalry brewing here and is a that was a good point there with Halliburton not not uh playing with Siakam yet it takes some little time to get on the same page there and so um yeah I like Celtics first half I think that one cashes for sure I don't know about you Jay I believe Woj before I be, about on Halliburton <laughs> nah, before I believe nah. Halliburton on Halliburton you he, know, got Woj. <laughs> he, he got it from him he got it from Halley we got a Halley bomb yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he got from Halley. So Halley came out first saying that he, uh, these guys all, uh, I'm not even going to get started with Woj and Shams and how they get the info and before it comes out and all that. But uh, he heard Halliburton say that first and then he, then he reported. Yeah. Yes. There's a, there's, we could have a whole podcast on how that information gets passed around, <laughs> but it looks like Halliburton's going to go. I, I mean, before I knew Halliburton said that and I saw the report from Woj, me seeing the number flash at five and a half, 
already tells me, even if nobody reported that. That's the thing you got to look at for some of these numbers. It's like, okay, well, that makes no sense that that would flash at five and a half. I know Boston's on a back-to-back at home, but against damn near everybody in the league, they've been laying eight, nine points. Now they want to lay five and a half and other on the back-to-back. Maybe let me take a look and see if Halliburton is back, and that looks like it's the case. That's why you see that number at five and a half. AOW is going to go with the first half. And speaking of first half, guess who is the best first half team against the spread in the NBA? Boston Celtics, 34-11-1 in the first half against the number this year at home, 15-6-1. I mean, I, I can never argue going with the Celtics, man. It's, uh, it's one of those situations where we've talked about this a bunch. They're always going to be expensive if you want to back these guys home or away. The interesting angle here is Halliburton coming back in the fold. And then he also has another, a a, a new number two in the fold with him, with Siakam, and they haven't played together. So that first 24 minutes, at the very least, against the best team in the NBA, some say. And then Porzingis being back in the fold as well. I think this is a good look for the Celtics, if they feel like it. That's the only problem with the Celtics. (laughs) Sometimes they just don't feel like doing nothing. And it's that's showing. what it happened. So they'll, they, they, they don't feel like doing anything. They're down 17 tonight against the Pelicans. Oh, I think we should probably turn it up here. Then, of course, Derek White closes out the fourth quarter in spectacular fashion. They go on and get a W. One thing, Jay, I saw, I actually tweeted this. They were getting, the Pelicans were getting outscored by like double digits in the fourth quarter, almost 20. It was 17 points in the fourth quarter. Tatum blows by McCollum on a dunk. Timeout. Zion Williamson can't wait to go help him up on the baseline. Damn near runs to the baseline to help Tatum up. And it's like, I, I heard Jay's voice in the back of my head like, this new age, <laughs> this new age NBA, man. These boys, oh not, they're not with it, man. So, so Get yeah, out of here. Go back and take a look at that if you want to see a, a, a funny clip of that. But, yeah, they're getting blown out in the fourth. Zion can't wait to help Tatum up off the baseline. But, yeah, the, the Celtics have been playing great ball at, at home, of course, and they're the best first half cover in the NBA. Let's see if ALW. Can get the t- can get the cover there and cash a ticket for everybody else. Zion, you can't be helping out. Can't be helping up Tatum. Like, <laughs> what are we is. doing here, man? You getting you getting blown out? Like, what? If so, I'm not even a big fan of these guys shaking hands and all buddy buddy after a game. To be honest with you, especially after you just get your butt kicked. But you helping him up off the floor? Like, you trying to go to Boston or what? But uh, I'm just saying, just to explain my tweet. Like Tatum, you got to start turning oh, yeah. it on from from the get go. Like, what are we doing? You picking and choosing when you want to play. You're supposed to be one of the top five guys in today's NBA. You're just kind of going out there, kind of just like lack of days ago oh i don't really care when we know that you can get a bucket whenever you choose he tatum could be one of these guys going off for 70 points in a game he just kind of chooses not to play man so it just really it really kind of bothers me i mean just imagine where the celtics would be if they got like three players in a first round pick for tatum like they would really be a champ they're still a championship contender but even you say this sean when tatum gets into the playoffs man he just kind of just I don't know, man. I just he he just might be too soft to be one of those guys. And when I say one of those guys, I'm talking about a top three, top five player in the NBA, like an absolute dog. So I'm start I'm starting to worry about Tatum. This is a guy that that bid him to win a MVP this season. So starting to get a little worried. I got you, tons you the one of, that brought hey, it to my attention. Yeah, sure. yeah, I got tons of tons of recordings on wax of me talking about Jason Tatum absolutely <laughs> withering in big spots and just disappearing. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, we can we don't have, I I. I don't want to blow up the I don't want I don't want to blow up the time schedule here on the <laughs> spot because yeah I mean he has some proving to do in the playoffs here coming up and it's tough because 
None of those questions can be answered until we get there. And we just see it in flashes and we're like, yeah, I know this guy. I've seen this guy in the fourth quarter in big spots before. He just tends to get a little small, but we'll see when it comes to the playoffs. ALW. I mean, in terms of Tatum, you know, I I did seem like he was kind of turning things around. They they go down, what was it, 3-0 to Miami last, last season in the playoffs and then come storming back, ready for that big game seven, and then he – messes up his ankle dude so i i I was ready to give him that benefit of the doubt and see if he could prove himself in a big game and it seems like we didn't totally get that but uh yeah he's got to prove it for sure no doubt this podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, J Money is money to move over to your play best bet for the Tuesday NBA slate you're looking at the Warriors a OG certified third quarter talk to me about this spot yeah it's just something I've noticed from the Warriors now first off this isn't the same team this isn't your your this isn't the same Warriors team of the past few years definitely not the dynasty Warriors uh, in my opinion they are coming off a double overtime game but they do catch the Sixers in a vulnerable spot here uh back-to-back third game in four nights all on the road I just feel like this is a game where if the Sixers do have something it'll be in the first half second half could possibly be all Warriors in this one they did have two days this is um going to be two days removed from their double overtime game versus the Lakers which they lost and we also saw Curry very um he was very displeased with this team as well some tells me that they come out in this one uh guns blazes in the third quarter which they usually do and they haven't really been catching the third quarter this year but in the last 10 games they are seven and three against the spread in this third quarter spot so with them having a rest advantage I expect the Sixers whether uh, Maxi and B come back or not I expect these guys to go into the locker room sit down and then those legs start to get a little heavy for you especially when you're traveling uh from Portland to uh San Francisco as well so so um, not a ton of stats to back up this one. This is all about feel, which is every single one of my plays are all about feel and intuition. I kind of just kind of find stats that uh, that back it up. But I think this is a spot where the Warriors come out to play in the third quarter. They're starting to put things together as far as their rotations, as far as coaching wise. Um, this is just a spot play for me where I don't really want to trust them like first half or full game, but specifically in the third quarter to come out um, guns blazing this one like they usually do. So I'll take the Warriors in the third quarter in this one. 
Yeah, Jay Money laid it out perfectly. On the year in the third quarter, the Golden State Warriors are 18-25 and 25 against the spread. But in the last 10, they are 7-3 and three in the third quarter against the spread. AOW, thoughts? We know that this is not the Warriors' revolt. They have been poor throughout the year. And, care, and without Curry, it could, it, this team... You peel him off of this squad, I think they're they're a single digit Oof. win team at the moment. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm talking about like a seven or eight win team. ALW, how do you feel about this spot uh, in the third quarter here, off the big bounce back double overtime L to the Lakers? I like it. I mean, I even I even leaned to them full game just because they've been playing a little better. I think they're a little. I mean, they obviously got rested with with a couple games off, and I think they came out motivated. There was maybe a question of if it would be like. A, um, a distraction like this, you know, understandably with their coach passing. Um, but it seems like it's really motivated them. I mean, they've lost the last two games, but those have been hard fought close games. Um, I, I can't imagine that they're going to be favored in this game, but I actually, based on, uh, I, I actually do think they should be slight favorites, even with Embiid playing. I know that sounds probably crazy, but um, I just think they've been playing better. They've been more motivated. I was looking at this spot as a uh, best bet, possibly. But just with the wonkiness that Embiid pulled last game, last two games, like I, I got to wait till the very last minute before I bet on a Sixers game. Even I might even just live bet it once the game starts. Like I don't, I can't even trust the last couple minutes before the game. Like he, the dude just decided he wasn't going to play. He wasn't even on the report. Like. So maybe just wait till the game starts and live bet the, the Warriors right away. That might be yeah. my plan. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about Embiid might have might have sat out Monday versus the Blazers just to solidify sitting out the Denver game versus Jokic. So we'll see. The one thing is I'll say about the this third quarter play against the Sixers, if Embiid does play, he has been eating up in the third quarter, 12 and a half points. He's been playing almost the entire quarter, 11.7 minutes in that third frame Maxi's only playing 9.1 minutes in that frame so if you could slow down Embiid of course in that third frame should be able to get out and put some numbers on those boys in that spot all right he's playing he's playing in this game yeah yeah, TNT game as well yeah yeah Wait till the last second. Like if you like the Warriors side, wait until Maxi. Wait until Embiid and ruled in or ruled in, and then you can get the best number. But um, also on another note, you might want to look at Embiid props here because when he plays these national TV games, uh, he makes it a point to go bonkers. Yeah, and he might actually have a little extra motivation coming off the conversation around right. uh, what was happening this weekend because he's definitely tapped in and plugged in and 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 here's everything everyone is saying. But hey. It's pretty blatantly obvious to me that he's hand selecting and picking and choosing mm-hmm. whenever he wants to play. I don't care what him or Philadelphia says. <laughs> it's pretty clear he's looking at the schedule and like, I'm not interested. Oh, this is a good spot for me. I love this spot. Ooh, TNT. Let's play. This is a great spot for me to play in front of everybody and hang a big no number respect. and be talked about for the next 40, 48 hours in the news cycle. So, it's blatantly obvious to me. We'll see how this shakes in San Francisco. If it if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, might be a duck. It's typically a duck. All right, to <laughs> recap, Andrew O'Connor Watts is on the Celtics. First half, minus three. J-Money is money. Warriors, 
third quarter. Looking at the money line now as we wait on a couple injuries and different things to break down. That's going to do it for this episode of Buckets presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. For Andrew O'Connor Watts, for J Money is Money, I am your host, Sean Little. We will see y'all tomorrow. I'm back with J Money and our guy, AC and Lace Capper, Albert Wynn. Until next time, a.k.a. tomorrow, get Buckets, baby. We'll see you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.